Welcome to Gaming the Podcast. I am John Robertson, joined as ever by Stace Harmon, and we're talking about Psychonauts 2, which has finally been released after 16 long, long years. So it's a big, big sense of anticipation for this game. A lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of fans out there would say that it's Psychonauts 1 is their favourite ever game. So yeah, no pressure on Double Fine to deliver on this one. We've got a bit of an interesting perspective hopefully we hope we have um for the last couple of years as many of you know we've been working with double fine to put together 20 double fine years so uh which is our big book of all things double fine which is on the verge of release a uh, little plug right at the start you can go to doublefinebook.com to get your copy and learn more about that but yeah we've we've been looking at concept art uh design documents we've been talking to the people involved from tim schaefer through to the artists uh, level designers programmers audio directors everyone for this game so for us it's uh it's great to have seen behind the scenes and now it's interesting to see what that final result looks like so um yeah we've both played it stace what do you Without spoiling of that sixteen, without spoiling that sixteen-year anticipation that people had by giving away the entire story, what do you, uh, what do you think of Psychonauts two? You imagine, you imagine if if that you've waited all that time for something, and then within two minutes of a podcast, some uh, random two Jones idiots spoils yeah. <laughs> the ending. Oh my goodness, that was outrageous. Um, and yeah, Raz is going to be the next 007. No, that's not true. So what do I think of it? I've been, yeah, I mean, I have enjoyed it a lot. And I think the thing, particularly early on, that I think I knew I was going to enjoy it. I knew, you know, we've seen enough of the game pre-release. Uh, we've spoken to enough people to understand what's going into it and to know that there's some really interesting stuff in there. And and I mean, the art is, of course, incredible. And seeing like those big mood boards and those big actual like um world concepts up on the wall at double fine when we were over there was awesome that was like it, it looks like uh, a thing that you can jump inside and play around so i knew i was going to enjoy it but the thing that i've been particularly pleased by is how um not just like amusingly funny but how much texture there is to the writing and, and the narrative and that's something like Tim's talked a lot about as well, that the, that, that gap of 16 years between the previous game launching and, and this one is there's a lot there. There's a lot of growing that happens as as individuals. There's a lot of life experience that happens in that time. And I think that's reflected in the narrative and in the writing. Um, mm. And so, yeah, like I've seen even in, within the first couple of hours, like there's this this whole host of themes of things like, you know, expectation versus reality and shame and regret and a lot of the ethical issues around or ethical discussions not issues but mm. discussions around being able to use psychic powers to go into people's minds and change um, them from the inside out without their consent yeah yeah i mean that's that's a big thing that's a big thing and that's very quick side note i think that sometimes when playing D, I think that about being able to send people messages just like unbidden and you can just send anybody a message that you know it's like you don't get to ring them you just send them a message i always think that seems quite intrusive because they could be doing anything at that moment <laughs> anyway this is kind of a similar thing it's like you just get to, although far more extreme you get to go into mm. their minds and alter their perspectives on things without them being aware that you've done that they just think they've arrived at these conclusions on their own and it's because you've been messing around with their minds so there's a lot there 
And that's the thing that was the most pleasing to me, I think, um, was just seeing how much, seeing how like textured everything is, like how, mm. how, um, the, like from poignant and funny moments to some very cutting and kind of very dryly observed, um, observations of, of, of things. My particular favorite, I think, again, without really any spoilers is in, uh, the hospital part mm-hmm. of Psychonauts 2 and there's a maternity ward and there's this very wealthy couple couple who have got some amazing lines about like having wanting to have children and how it's the thing that they they've never been able to buy and then that wish gets fulfilled and then there's some very uh very astute observations on parents ex- expectations of what it means to have kids so all of that and then alongside that there's just you know silly moments and funny moments so that's been my yeah my key takeaway really throughout the whole of Psychonauts two was how interesting and uh, kind of not attention grabbing but how much it how engaging it is how much it actually requires you or or invites you to pay attention rather than just yeah. kind of going through the platforming motions I think that's been my kind of my biggest takeaway from it yeah that's that's definitely one of the most interesting things like it is um it does touch on a lot of important and weighty themes but it does it um it does it in a way it's not preachy it's not lectury mm. um mm. i always think like you know comedy is always one of the best ways to to at least get that initial engagement in mm-hmm. difficult subject matter or um, sensitive subject matter um and this is just another you know great comedians do that like you know stand great hands up comedians are not just making jokes about like i don't know missing the bus or whatever mm. like they're saying <laughs> something about society or people or relationships and emotions whatever uh things that are meaningful to people and and this game does that through the relationships through the going people mm. going into people's minds um but it does it with humor so it doesn't feel like it's telling you what to think it's just like yeah. introducing these ideas as important pillars important aspects that require thought they're not just yeah. like throwaway concepts and and in the in the books that um chris brown uh what's her job title voice director voice director yeah yeah voice director she she mentions this as um yeah something something that was that was well, not necessarily more important than it was in the first game, but certainly more developed in this yeah. game. More thought was given in this game in comparison to the first, first one. About everybody was just more aware of it. Yeah, wasn't it? it was just that everybody was more aware of it as a as a concept. Yeah, yeah. About about you know uh, you know c- consent to this sort of stuff and having um, you know making each. Well, specifically making each of the minds that you go into, like you're not just, like you said, you're not just sort of taking it for granted that you're in now so you can just do whatever mm. you want, mm. um, change change this and that, and and um, everything's fine. So, yeah, um, but yeah, no, you're right. That is, I agree, that is a really interesting part of the game. And I think that gets to, like, the game, I suppose it's, even though it's silly and it's about these psychic superheroes, I guess psychic version of, like, superhero, like, justice league or the avengers or whatever like mm. it really is a game about people really like all yeah. the all the like again without spoiling it the core narrative is about people it's about relationships it's um like like pixar's the incredibles like it's that it's like yeah it's a family superheroes oh that sounds fun but there's obviously a lot more there than just 
what pa- what cool powers do they have you know it's there's a lot of of interpersonal relationships and roles and expectations and yeah and growing pains and all of that and that is evidenced here as well in in Psychonauts 2 yeah. and i think that's yeah that's a big a big accomplishment but it like even to even to and perhaps this is one of the reasons that it's been so highly anticipated is because it's doing things that not a lot of other games want to do or try to do it's not like this is doing it better than anybody else or anything like that. it's just that not you know mario isn't probably going to be tackling uh many mm. of the issues that are that come up for raz and that's that's just a very interesting thing to do of interesting place to be like yeah. it's you know it's, it's just it, it i feel like it sounds very well this is a two-part thing actually to just to hop back to the thing you said about how this game isn't preaching it isn't trying to say this is the definitive position on this and okay i'm going to stand up here at the front of the class and lecture you about you know the ethics of psychic powers or anything like that it's just you know people make mistakes people take things for granted things happen and then these kind of quite natural conversations occur in the game about those things and about those assumptions that have been made and it's like oh, okay it, it makes you th- it, it doesn't hit you over the head with it and say sit down and have a think about what you've just done it just invites you to have a think about it and it's yeah. like oh okay yeah that's cool yeah and, and, it, and it stays optimistic i think as well like yeah. it, it doesn't say like oh well this is mm. terrible mm. and like no one should ever do these things because it really is a game about understanding the characters and understanding um how they you know who they are at a deep meaningful level rather than just a shallow level so for that mm. reason for me it, it feels very optimistic and very aspirational and very positive for don't put too lofty a point on it but you know the state of humanity and the state of uh people coming together because it is about truly really getting to know someone mm. getting to know these characters through raz primarily um in a deep in a deep way like yeah. um so so it does it's very it has a very positive message for sort of people and who they can be and how great it is to really really know someone yeah and that, yeah and because it it may be and i think another thing that is perhaps uh it's you know we're all aware of it the the well i was gonna say the year but it's far more than that now the 18 months that everybody's had and there's that it's a good time for a game like this that it isn't about saying oh you think you know you're making assumptions about other people and you're wrong it's like what you think they are thinking could be right you could be absolutely right in assessing how they feel about something or what they're thinking about something but what this what psychonauts 2 does very well and as has the last 18 months is reveal that like okay yes you're right but you might not know why they feel like that you might not know you might not fully understand you know you might be surprised to learn that actually this person's going through this thing or has experienced this thing in their past or is dealing with these other things so yeah for sure you're in the moment assessment of what they're thinking and you know the way they're behaving is correct. So that's great. But have a little thought about why that might be. And that's, mm. you know, I, th- I think that's a, it's a timely uh, a thing to explore um, when we've all been through this kind of collective thing, but we've mm. all dealt with it differently and feel differently about it. So uh, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of the, the, the kind of <laughs> the crunchy kind of textured stuff that I think of. And then there's just the out and out fun that is, you know, running around, worlds worlds that feel and this was something that i talked to tim Schaefer about a couple of weeks ago so we have we have an episode um 
an interview with Tim Schafer from a couple of weeks ago, uh, early August that that episode was. Um, and something that I talked about him, talked to him about then was the um, the way that the world feels like it's not just one of those worlds that only exists for the players. It feels mm. like it's a place that exists for a reason that makes sense in the game. And therefore its structure and its architecture and the environmental layout makes sense. And so, and one of the things that exemplifies that for me is that there are places that are dead ends. There might be something there. There might be a, you know, a collectible. There probably is, but it's, it's not, it doesn't have this thing where every path has to lead back to like the central hub. It's quite mm. happy. This is particularly true of the Psychonauts HQ. It's quite happy to let you go and explore and you go to a point and then you have to come back the same way. It's not like scared of, oh no, we can't, you know, leave the player for three seconds wondering where to go next. It's like, that's cool. It's just, you look around, you okay, no, there isn't another exit out of this, this place. I need to go back the way that I came. And that, I think sometimes it can be all part of the, like the sanding off the rough edges, which happens a lot in, with sort of very big mainstream. Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty <laughs> games, where it's like, we can't, we just, you know, we're scared to let the player feel like they don't know what they're doing. And, yeah. and yeah. And I, and that, so that, that for me has been another sort of joy of like, oh, okay, this is, this is just a storage closet or whatever. And okay, I found a collectible, but now I need to come back out the way that I, I came and I think that's yeah well I guess that makes sense yeah I guess that makes sense for the overall concept of the game in that you're going into other people's minds I know you mentioned the Psychonauts HQ so it doesn't end up which isn't that but um it makes sense that if you were going into someone else's minds that it doesn't that it shouldn't feel like this place was just made for Raz because Mm. or or Mm -hmm. you as a player as Raz because then it wouldn't feel like that person's mind, would it? It would yeah. feel like yeah. um, some corruption of their minds made for you, yeah. which like therefore isn't their mind, version. is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's because it's going to be messy, right? And, and that's that as a nice way that form and function kind of come together because it's like, yeah, the angles on this are weird. And yes, you were w- walking in that direction and now you're walking on the wall. Or whatever it is, it's like it doesn't, it doesn't have to... Not only does it not have to make what would that be like geographical sense or architectural sense yeah, it's like better than it doesn't yeah. Spe- yeah, space yeah that's easier space yeah it's actually is better that it doesn't because it, it ties in i don't know like inception or something like it ties into the fact that you're effectively in a either in a dream world or in just in somebody's mind so yeah there's yeah there's a lot to there's a lot to like about it it's it's reassuring and it's um it's nice to see companies like Double Fine. It's nice for me to see companies like Double Fine attempt this kind of thing and do it well and it not just be kind of a curious footnote in 3D platforming, in the 3D platforming genre. It's like, this is an actual, there's a, there's reasons to play this game. It's a, It's an enjoyable game and it's not just like, oh, well, you know, it's a second tier kind of thing. Like, oh, well, yeah. there's the Mario's and the Ratchet and Clank's. Um, but, you know, if you've played all of those, then now you could consider this. It's like there's a good, there's reasons to play this before or instead of, you know, those other very sort yeah. of AAA platforms. Well, so that's encouraging. Yeah, I think this is a lot, it's a lot riskier than, than, mm-hmm. than Ratchet and Clank mm-hmm. or Mario. I'm not trying to put those games down at all. I, I love those games. But this is a lot riskier. It, and, and also, um, like, it's a lot riskier in terms of, like, just the level design um and the fact that each world each brain is so different to 
the next like what you've done mm. previously doesn't necessarily inform or help you guess what you're about to see next um uh, which which is uh, which well, i mean when i'm saying that it feels like it's disjointed but it's not um every world is different but every world is underpinned by some of the things that you've mentioned like you know there will be like spatial distortion or mm. um yeah you know something will be done with the kind of items that you can use or whatever so even though um you know there's a world made of hair and then there's the hospital world and then there's a teeth world and there's a weird like acid trip 60s world or whatever yeah beetles world yellow submarine world or whatever yeah um all of these things seem very disconnected just on a just if you yeah. Uh, if you're watching a you trailer of it or something yeah, yeah. yeah so well i don't but but when you play um it does all feel cohesive and mm. um deliberate and a lot of that is does come from some core artistic stylistic choices that are retained throughout but again a lot of it goes back to the quality of the characters the themes all of these things that are in these sort of disparate worlds um the quality of the writing and the world building and the characterization all do pull mm. these things together and i don't think that's no easy that's no easy feat like it's not like in again yeah. i'm not trying to put down ratchet and clank but let's ratchet you know you go through a progression which is pretty predictable uh, and that and that kind of and that does have its benefits it makes you feel safe it's it's easy there's a, there's to a engage cohesiveness with. a a predictable cohesiveness that is yeah that is familiar that is welcoming that you can anticipate and that anticipation of that path through that game is part of its charm it's not like that isn't just a second rate negative thing that's like that's a, yeah it's a good thing for that game yeah. that is a good thing um but yeah and so that's i don't know that feels like a blockbuster well it is a blockbuster game but you know a big blockbuster cinema release where it's like mm. okay i know the formula here and and you feel comforted by knowing the formula you know you're not going to be challenged too hard Psychonauts 2 is, I don't want to use like art house, but it is much closer mm. to that. Like mm. it is, it is much riskier. It's not stand, it's, you know, when they're designing these levels, um, uh, just, just the actual visual side of the levels. Like it's like, right, well, almost within our, within <laughs> yeah. our guiding Basically principles. No so start from yeah. scratch again. So yeah. It's like throw yeah. everything away that we had before on the other levels yeah. and just get the blank canvas back out again and, okay what we got um yeah. and that's and that is yeah and that is as you say it could it could pretend it sounds like it might just be disparate and and disconnected but because of the way that everything ties together and the way that the relationships between the characters work and the writing ties all of that together as well it feels more like bespoke or or unique than it does disparate like it, it makes sense those those differences make sense because you're going into different people's minds so the idea that they yeah. would all be the same format or or look the same yeah is would then kind of be betraying and it would be kind of it would be a shame to have a concept of something as wild as going into lots of people's minds and not explore like well this could be anything what makes sense for this character what is their deep-seated fears what are their um, you know, and in this, like in the same way, there's similarities between all of us. But you and I, we own a business together. We've been working together for a long time. We've both worked on this double fine book. We've both, you know, we take joint decisions. But obviously, we're very different people, and that's like we have very different backgrounds, and that's like so you'd expect the inside of our brains to look 
very different, right? And <laughs> oh, possibly God, scary. I really hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, be odd if we our brains were the same and yet yeah we were we uh that manifested in in very different uh people but yeah, yeah anyway it's interesting as well um 16 years since the last game um double fine have done very few sequels mm. um literally mm. just a handful um and one of the things in the book um that tim was talking about was well one of the reasons they do he believes that they don't do a lot of sequels is because they have a lot of ideas mm. and it's fun and rewarding and meaningful and gives people more um ownership and sense of um you know their their creativity being respected i suppose yeah. Yeah. um in sort of pursuing these ideas rather than sticking to the same um principles again and again or same concepts again and again I mean, I think, you know, 16 years, I know there's this rom- rhombus of ruin sort of interludes mm. as well, but 16 years between sequels is a long time. And one of um, the things that Scott Campbell, who was con- uh, leads, what was the art director on the first game, the concept mm-hmm. artist on this one, mainly focusing mm. on characters, spoke about is, um, spoke to us about was that, uh, you know, it's, it's a very, very, very different, as you can imagine, a very different process um going back to characters that you created mm. 16 years ago in your life when you were a very different person and he equated it to pulling like an old rug out an old blanket out of the closet and just like adding bits to it rather than starting again so like a yeah patchwork th- yeah yeah, yeah but doing that yeah. 16 years later as when you're a completely different not a completely different person but an evolved a changed person you've got different perspectives on mm things you've got different perspective on maybe even the characters that you made um 16 16 years ago so it's it is very interesting to see um how a lot of the same people that made the first game are making the characters and the worlds in this game but 16 years on and i mean that's that's revealed itself probably as one of the reasons why things like uh, consent about going into people's minds and more mm-hmm. just sort of empathy mm-hmm. and things like that are caught and brought out in this game much more than it yeah. was and that's and it, that, that's a key i think there's a there's a key point there which is in, for people that perhaps don't know double fine is the kind of company that people tend or a lot of people tend to stay at so there's people there that have been there since pretty much you know the beginning alongside tim schaefer when he was building desks for the first handful of staff that were in this old garage office they had um and they're still there many of them are still there so it's it's not a question of the company is changed beyond recognition and this is a bunch of new people going revisiting something that they revisiting the the property rather than like previous work they've done so they there is some of that of course there's lots of new members of staff and new blood and and that's a, a thing we can move on to but there's a lot of people that were there i think i think dave russell uh, is the only person to have ever animated raz for example i think i've got that right it's, it's certainly it's in the book the the specific element of of what dave russell did on the very first game and what he's done on this game and that's like that's quite a unique thing i'm sure there are lots of companies where it's like there's one or two people maybe the founders is the obvious um sort of starting point who have been there for that length of time but there's a lot of people who have grown up effectively together and 
and grown up uh, matured in their career as well and, and now make different decisions professionally and that would be i mean that would that sounds like quite an quite an opportunity to go back you don't often get the chance to do that do you to go back to something that you did 16 years ago and to look at it again and not just get it out like for curiosity and be like oh that's interesting or well, yeah, the decisions and, i made and it's like, for, this is a real thing you need to then build upon or factor yeah. in and for people to still be absolutely genuinely interested in it as well not just yeah. revisiting it for you which, yeah. which does yeah. of course have inherent value but revisiting something that people have been screaming about to please yeah. <laughs> revisit this for the last decade and a half yeah yeah and that yeah and it, and it is different to the to the marios and the like it's different to like franchise games that have had multiple entries and you know a mario of now perhaps doesn't have a, a tremendous amount in common or uh direct lines that can be drawn from one to another from the entry that was 16 years ago um but you there are recognizable elements whereas this has a direct continuation you know this is even storyline wise as something as sort of um basic as that in terms of its structure this is set like a few days after few days yeah the, the first game so that's yeah that's even that's its own thing so to then have to get into that mindset rather than having the easier thing i would imagine which would be to say everybody's grown up and it's 16 years later for everybody this is like a matter of hours rather than years um that have passed in this game so yeah there's and there's a lot of stuff and i think um add into that add into that kind of consistency or that uh structure that like coherence that having people that worked on the first game work on this one there's also then the benefit of of all of the new blood Mm. and all of the the younger members of staff who have come in some of whom are just starting their video game careers, some of whom have been around like various companies, been around the block and have, have settled at Double Fine now. And that that brings with it its own um, perspective and its own benefits of people having different conversations and just people from different, even as basic as people from different backgrounds and of different ages talking together, sitting around talking together about their opinions about a lot of the stuff that's in Psychonauts 2. So... Yeah, I mean, suffice to say, it's a, it's its development has been interesting. It's an interesting, it tackles interesting topics or presents interesting topics, mm. uh, and that can't help but lead to interesting conversations outside of the game as well. And on top of all of that, thankfully, it's a fantastic game and it's you know very enjoyable. So it's not like a slog to get through no. to see those interesting things. It's just you play the game, have fun, and you'll you'll be kind of furnished with lots of stuff to talk and think about. Um, through the process of doing that so yeah well i mean yeah it's got it's got amazing review scores as well so it's not just us saying it's good because mm. we wrote the book on it <laughs> um other people actually agree so there you go yeah. um what do you think about so it's the only well not the only thing but one of the other things we haven't really spoken about what do you think about the actual moment to moment gameplay because i'll be honest and while i enjoy 3d platformers i don't always I don't think I'm the best at like navigating them. I'm not the best at using the camera. Or that. I think this is quite mm. a common complaint mm. with a lot of 3D platformers. They're not great in terms of just pure um, ease of moving around and yeah. navigation and stuff. Although I didn't really find... I found this easier than a lot. Again, I love Ratchet & Clank, but I found it easier than Ratchet & Clank to move around. I think of Ratchet & Clank, often there's not enough separation visually between the characters and the backgrounds, but that's mm-hmm. a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this doesn't really have that problem. I think one of the reasons for that is the art style where um, the characters, particularly the characters, although to an extent the backgrounds and um, and the scenery and stuff, uh, but particularly characters, they have this kind of like stop motion, like claymation mm. mm. effect, um, which makes them like kind of pop out from the background. Like it's almost like a, it's like an Aardman film or, yeah. or something. Yeah. Like they sort of pop out um, and they look really charming from that. I know you said about the textured writing and stuff, but the characters, mm. just when you look at them, they look textured. They look like they're, they're made out of fabric or something. They look yeah. like they've been stitched together. Yeah um so yeah. they, they stick out from there and i think the difficulty of the game isn't wildly high either no. so that kind of does help soothe any of the sort of inherent camera issues and stuff that 3d platformers often have yeah and, that, and that's where a lot of the frustration can come from in games that are difficult or in games like so psychonauts 2 has quite a generous checkpointing system and also it has the option accessibility wise there's a, and i think accessibility it, just to sort of dwell on that for a moment this is i think accessibility in uh the sense of or that includes the discussion about game difficulty not just do you have particular challenges in um using a, a you know a many buttoned controller or are there uh, are there visual audio cues that help you to navigate a game? Um, this is accessibility in the sense of like, do you find games difficult or, you know, that whole conversation about game difficulty, this, it factors that in. And there is like a narrow, I think it's called narrative combat in this, that you basically it either is very generous with the health or basically you're invincible. Um, and I think you can lose health, but can't die. There's, there's options anyway for not, for just saying, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to, I don't, I, you know, I really like navigating 3D spaces, but I, I just, when combat starts, I panic. You know, I, I sort of liken it to people that are brilliant academically, but they, in a, in an exam, it's like the pressure is, it's, they respond to it in a certain way that means they mm. don't do as well. And it's like, well, is that really the best way to, to, uh, you know, to assess somebody? And in this instance, is it really the best thing to just have people that aren't great at, managing multiple elements at once be punished because they've been killed for the 18th time by the yeah. same bad guy that's not that's not fun that's there's what's you know what's the point yeah i like so, that from yeah. even if you're a more skilled player as well um i mean we've both played enough games we can get through them but the uh like for example if you're going to play through the first time and you want to experience quote unquote the pure I don't mm. like that word but like you know that's not what i mean but like this sort of traditional gamey aspect mm -hmm. of being challenged um then you can do that but then if you want to play through again and you just want to play through a second or a third time just to see the writing the characters and whatever then you can you know bung it on on yeah. the less punishing um options and then just go through and you don't you don't and then you know you can just enjoy it as a as a story um and you don't need to say oh god I, i'm coming up to that bit that i died 15 times yeah. on before and the boss uh, fight yeah yeah i really just yeah. want to see this cutscene. um so yeah. yeah so that accessibility works not just for people who don't want to um forgo you know the more challenging aspects mm. it can it can work for everyone yeah and so yeah so to then touch the, to loop back around to the question you asked about like the moment to moment um I've enjoyed, and this is where I would say that you know a game like Mario or like the often referred to in this podcast episode Ratchet and Clank, 
the execution of those games is I, I think is cleaner perhaps the, like the it's more precise or it's more defined it's more or more definite like the the i don't know like the the edge of a platform and there's there's i imagine something sort of clever going on with the oh you missed the jump by a fraction so actually we're just gonna push you to that ledge you know that kind of thing um and so yeah psychonauts from an execution standpoint is is not as precise as some of those games and that applies to like the navigation particularly when you're on the 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 when you're on the ball which is just like Mm. just a fun way to get around uh, because there's momentum there so you can go up the side of something and then misjudge it and you jump and it doesn't behave in the way you felt like it was going to and so yeah I, though there are uh more precise 3d platforming games out there for sure um but that is none of it is for me none of it is like uh problematic like there wasn't a point where i was like i've died 20 times on this and this is really getting on my nerves it was just like oh okay that was slightly uh yeah slightly less precise but then i would absolutely it it kind of fits the game for me it's a little perhaps a little bit of a a cop-out but it fits the game for me that there are there are just these sharper edges all around in in like the gameplay in the uh in the way that you know even in the way you have to you can only have four powers equipped at any one time and you you then have to go into a menu to swap those out Mm -hmm. like there's there's been better examples of that done in the past like there's you know hot swapping and stuff there's there's a there are systems out there that exist that are smoother than exist here but it all just ties into this thing of you know i would take all of that if it means that the game hasn't been sanitized to the point of of sanding off all those rough edges elsewhere those not rough edges but the spiky bits like the bits that i don't know you can, can make you wince you know you can hear a line or or, or there's a topic of conversation happening and, it, and it's like oh that's that's pretty close to the bone um so i would take it as a whole experience like this and i would want you know this is what psychonauts feels like it should be it should be just yeah a bit more um i don't want to say real because that's not true but uh just authentic a bit more kind of just it feels like it's been designed by people you know which you know i feel like i'm just digging a hole here but i think you know what i mean um so yeah so i've enjoyed it all around like yeah from every perspective and i'm just i'm really i am really pleased with double fine because it has been a long journey yeah and they of course you know they they started this with crowdfunding and then uh became a microsoft studio um and I think I'm most pleased, it sounds mushy, but I'm most pleased for the fans, for the people who, because I played the original Psychonauts, I was never like obsessed with it. I wouldn't say, oh yeah, this, you know, I wouldn't say I personally have been waiting 16 years for Psychonauts 2. I enjoy it very much, but I'm pleased for those people that have, that, you know, the first game meant a lot to them because they played it at a particular time of their life, or it was just a particular favorite game, mm. that they can now play this one and not, not like you know be scared to oh no what is it have they ruined it yeah because it's cool it's a very good game so yeah no for sure i mean on a lot of our on our social media channels people um uh people are interested in our book which i'll mention again the um 20 double fine years available at doublefinebook.com they uh yeah we got a lot of psychonauts we got to pay the bills somehow mate. yeah we, we got, got a lot of psychonauts <laughs> fans following us and you know we talk to double fine we check out double fines fan groups and communities a lot and try to engage with them and yeah it is it is great that um no you're right people are just happy happy that the game's here and that the game is good and um yeah as i said before 16 years of anticipation it's not an easy uh 
it's not an easy task to live up to that and mm. and they have not just on the fan side as well as i said critically it's absolutely yeah. doing incredible incredible yeah. review scores so yeah well done to everyone involved and i think that is probably all we've got time for mm-hmm. um so as ever thanks for listening we will be back again next week uh in the meantime you can follow us on twitter instagram facebook everything we are at indie by design on all social media platforms uh, visit our website indiebydesign.net there's uh, links to subscribe to the podcast there and yes for the last time doublefinebook.com to grab your copy of 20 double fine years which includes the entire history of double fine from psychonauts one all the way to psychonauts two so thanks for listening and we'll see you again next time